And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 7 of PSITLOU. This is our weekly Last of Us recap show. Today we're going to be discussing last night's episode titled Left Behind. Before we get started, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from Cinemania Live, we have Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hey. It's very good to have you here. Welcome back to the show. And we are joined from the Cinemania World team in the box office report show. Larry, Larry, hello. How are you? Hey, happy Pokemon Day. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Anyway, uh, let's go. <laughs> Lastly, we are joined from the Cinemania World team and film poses. We have Josie. Josie, hello. How are you? Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me. I am very glad to be back. I miss you guys. <laughs> yes. It's been a minute since we had all four of us, I feel like, but I'm very excited. Very excited to get through any everything from last night's episode, which is also getting review bombed as per usual. You know, you know, I saw a great tweet. I saw a great tweet and somebody was like, I don't know why Last of Us fans are still surprised by The Last of Us. And that's the most realest thing I've ever seen. I was heard. just talking to Larry about that last <laughs> night. <laughs> because like, what do you mean you're still homophobic about The Last of Us? It's been like 30 years. It's so funny because all of them are like, the first game is a masterpiece. Da, 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 da. And then they'll like act all pissy when they watch episode three and Bill's gay. And now watching episode seven, they're like, oh my God, Ellie's a lesbian. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it's so crazy that those are both like canonically in the first game. <laughs> and you I... sit here and say it's a masterpiece still. But part two is woke. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Do you haven't played the Left Behind DLC if you're a Last of Us fan? I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm baffled at this point. I really, uh, but, I uh, wanted to make it gay from the beginning, but I mean, yeah, no, I, we're still, we're still like making progress. So by then, by the time the first part came out, it was, it was still not time. The world mm-hmm. still wasn't quote unquote as woke as it is now. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous so yes we were talking about last night's episode in full spoilers so if you haven't seen it i, I highly recommend it. it's a great episode but as usual let's go around and get you guys' kind of thoughts on the episode as a whole i'll start with you hannah what do you think um yeah i after it's been four times that i've watched it now four golly listen (laughs) are you sure you actually went to work today i don't think so Uh, let me tell you i watched it once with larry i watched it once with jamie i watched it once by myself before i went to bed and then i watched it um once today during lunch i watched it one and a half times that's it twice just because i have to edit the reaction (laughs) but (laughs) i watched it four times now uh, and I think it's my favorite episode so far. I've been a s- episode three warrior, but I think this has dethroned it. Yeah, it just, I think if you were to ask me what my favorite part of the first game is, I'd say the winter section. But if we were including mm-hmm. the DLC, I would say Left Behind is my favorite part of the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I love these stories of adolescence, first of all, and then also just like innocent love. And I love anything that is Ellie centric because Ellie's my favorite character. And I just so appreciate that we got to have this little blurb of Ellie's past and just seeing what she was like before 
she found out that she was uh immune it's mm-hmm. just it does a lot for me in terms of ellie's character uh, in the game and then also now um with the episode i think this episode and last episode are actually really great companion pieces especially because um i think everything in this episode makes that conversation between her and joel um hit so much harder and Mm -hmm. just the theme especially of last episode and this episode now together um yeah it's it was incredible love it uh yeah i agree 100 percent um let's go to you larry what did you think of uh last night's episode wait first Dwayne, what does dlc stand for Downloadable I found out. Content. It's downloadable content. Hannah <laughs> is a mess. You see how I she's like an anti gamer. You see? I found this, out today yeah. from Neil Druckmann. <laughs> you see how she's an anti she don't she, this, I, this is like the biggest Last of Us stand, but also the biggest <laughs> anti gamer. I don't get it. Yes, it means downloadable content. And for this, if you don't know, like as far as like Larry, because I, I assumed you came into to this blind this episode. This uh the the DLC I forget when it came out uh after I think it came out after when the when they released the remastered version of the uh game and it came out on Valentine's Day not that <clears throat> yeah it was like oh, when they God. released the remastered version of the game way back in like 2014 is when this came out and it was yeah the basically everything that's involving Riley and Ellie in this episode is kind of the DLC you fight a few clickers here and there but uh yeah that's the main thing the only... go ahead yeah uh, that dlc uh, is fucking hard i replayed <laughs> it <laughs> i replayed what? it yeah. leading up to this episode and it's hard there's it's, no there's absolutely hard. no reason for it to be as difficult as it is no no no. it's that one part where you are um you think you're about to go get Joel right and open up that thing to go get to him but no you get stopped by David's men and then infected so you're literally sitting there and mind you when you're playing as Ellie they hit you twice and you have like zero health left so like I, Dude, I have like 10 men play. 10 infected coming at me and beat my ass and I'm a 14 year old girl like I'm like <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, it's, it's for the so record it's, it's not ridiculous. hard anyway uh, yes it is <laughs> so yeah, the only difference between the only difference between the uh, the game and the show is that during the game, it's like an inter it's like an interweb of present time and then the uh, the whole uh, backstory of her and Riley. So you cut in between of like her uh, Ellie kind of going around the mall to look for supplies for Joel. They didn't do that here, which I, I'm totally fine with. You got like forty something mm-hmm. minutes. You got to focus on the Riley stuff. I don't. So, I don't um, think they would have yeah. been. I don't think they wanted to probably build another mall either. Because the thing they is, they built is this that, one, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the thing is, is that the way it's um, framed in the DLC is that she's looking in this other mall for supplies and it makes her think mm-hmm. of the night at the mall with Riley. And I'm like, I don't, th- I, they probably sat down there like, no way we're building fucking two malls. <laughs> I mean, could have, why not? Like for real. Well, this mall looks, this mall I, looks good, the sets so. would have had to been dressed so differently. I mm-hmm. mean, I can't they imagine. Little, they had a little GameStop. Hannah don't know I did. Like they had like GameStop. Mm-hmm. I saw like A&W. There's CBS. a lot of cool stores. Yeah, CBS. Target. They had a little subway. I said, "Yo, get a sub, like for real." But Larry, <laughs> what do you think about this Load a damn acronym, though. Why is what? Like download is one word. <clears throat> I, why is it DL? I, I, was, I was thinking the same. I was thinking the same. But my logic is the thing. You, you just have DC. 
So <laughs> yeah, that don't make no sense, DLC. Oh my god, it's Look two at words. Casuals. Um, I love happening? how Dwayne and Hannah have just been talking, and you and I have just been like, hmm, DLC. Fuck <laughs> 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 is a DLC. <laughs> well, it's like downloadable though. I guess. Yes, but it's yeah. still it's downloadable. That's still one word. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like down. I'll let it. Stop it. But now so everybody kept talking about this damn DLC DLC. I was like, what is really going on with this? Like, what is that even what are you talking about? DLC. I was so stuck last night when Larry goes, What does Ooh. DLC mean? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that is a mess. I can't you supposed to I know I straight like... up asked her. She's like, bitch, I don't know. Um but <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really like this episode. I think it's great that we finally got something to do with Ellie because we haven't really in this mm-hmm. whole first season. Like we get little tidbits and little snippets, but she hasn't really had like a moment so far in the season. We haven't really gotten to learn anything about her and where her past is and where she's come from. So it was needed to have this episode just focus on her and her experience and kind of why she reacted, like Hannah said, in the last episode, the way that she did and why she feels the way that she did. I love that they really tied in so many of these little like Easter egg drops that they've been doing throughout the season. Like Ellie has just been offhandedly mentioning things or getting excited about Melina in Mortal Kombat or whatever the case might be. And they kind of like all centered around this episode and found their Mm -hmm. place here without being like overly obvious or like in your face. So, and yeah, you know, uh, an atmospheric, sad gay romance. That's pretty much my brand. So (laughs) obviously I was down with this episode. Uh yeah, again I completely agree. I just liked I, I I thought it was nice to kind of the way the way they've been pacing the show in comparison to the game and like how they're putting all the important moments in. I I think that's been working really out really well. Uh, let's go to you, Josie, on just overall thoughts on the episode. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. I don't think there will be a case where I don't enjoy one of these episodes. I think that they clearly know the themes that the game has and they're trying to bring that into the show and it's been proven time and time again with every episode um the only thing i didn't like about this one is that even though it's so wholesome for most of it it's just i'm anxious because you know something bad's (laughs) gonna happen and you're just waiting for it and they're so good at making it last and then when it finally happens you're like ah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but for it most of it, it's like they're dancing and being so sweet. And I'm like, no, there's there's a walker <laughs> lurking. And it just waited for them to stop making out like you creep. <laughs> it felt very motivated. <laughs> that was a homophobic ass. walker. <laughs> In his past about? life, he was MAGA. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, um, in terms of performances, I guess, like, you know, uh, Pedro Pascal's Joel Miller, go ahead, boy, give us everything by doing nothing. I love you. <laughs> two minutes of screen time. <laughs> Just his eyes. And I was like, you're giving us everything just stay oh, the there 
The little tear I missed the first time. I think I was like, I don't know. I was, I think I was watching it as I was getting dressed this morning. So yeah. I missed the, the tear and then I rewatched the episode. I was like, oh, he cries. That's yeah. sad. Um, I really so like how it ended though. The end. What was the ending again? Um, um, it was, it was her sewing. Yeah. Sewing his, his guts. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Music yeah. And just like, let me sew his guts. It was so good. Ooh. Did I say that online? <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is a family show this is a family show we're talking about the last of us and we're like this is a family show (laughs) anyway listen um, low-key okay i know this is real sadistic but it's only because so if if you got bit by a snake you'd be the first one to volunteer oh my god (laughs) no i low-key want them to cut back and show us what happens. No. What do you mean? Because... Larry is so sick. <laughs> what do you mean show us what, what happens? Like, what? we need the conclusion of the flashback, is what I'm saying. And oh, that, like, that's never uh, a thing, though. Even I know, that's what Hannah show. said. That's and what I'm I told like, Mary last well, night. Larry. This is but an adaptation. That's, that's a drama. It's alluded that no that she, she killed her. She killed. Her. I know she had it's alluded, and, but uh, we need to know what well, really we, happened. We we that don't was her first kill. It. It's time yeah, for the did. facts. We need no, to Larry, see just, the facts. I mean, although it's it is Storm Reed, I wouldn't mind. A little <laughs> <laughs> see, Dwayne wants us to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love No, because Hannah was prepared. Like, Hannah thought they was about to show that last night. That's why she was dreading the episode so damn much. You know, I, I really, I, it hit me. Okay, so when I'm, when it was going, I was like, I don't think they're going to show it because they didn't show, uh, what's his face? What's the fucking, um, Henry. They, they showed the action, but they didn't show the actual, like, trigger, like, being, like, you know, like, they do that in the game. They show Henry's, like, like, a full blown, head turning it yeah like do you see like the splatter and stuff in front of joel and ellie like you don't it's it's weird the way it's i thought the way it's framed i thought the gun goes off and it cuts to black and then all you do Uh, is hear um yeah so it's like a quick okay so when he when he puts his the gun to his head they cut back to joel and ellie it's framed but you can see a little bit of henry in the camera and all you see is splatter and then they cut um, it's nasty because I just did it last week because my mom wanted to see it. I don't know why she's crazy like Larry, but like she was like, "How they, <laughs> how they do that in the game again?" And then she wanted to watch it, so I so we so we played that that section real quick, and then um, yeah, you see the splatter, but in the show you don't see anything. You just see Ellie's pers- perspective, which is what I which I love because Bella, yeah. of course. But um, I figured they wasn't gonna show Storm. They they, I I think they do have some sort of a heart. You know the creators. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're all. I don't think they're all more. The lies, the <laughs> lies that are being told right now. Neil uh, Druckmann is the sickest bitch I I can think of. <laughs> so I I think they wanted to just okay, let's end it somewhat. Okay, they're like they're happy or something. I don't know, but I was like, yeah, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see them showing. That. It, the way when it cuts in the show, it's that's where it is cut in the game also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, so, uh... But we gonna have to see, like, Marlene scoop her little ass up or something, like... Oh, it's done, that's it, Larry. So we gotta on. get to that point, like... <laughs> I actually have a theory for... Gets, like, Marlene just goes to get that. Storm Reed and she finds Ellie, or what the... Like, what's really going on? I think that's gonna be the opening of the finale. What? What happens after I, Riley? 
Yeah. Well, no, I think it's going to be the Ashley Johnson stuff. Um, yeah, what the hell is Ellie's mom? What's up? I think that's going to be the opening of the finale. That I think it's going to be Ashley Johnson stuff with the Marlene, and then we're going to see for real. Marlene like, with Ellie. Yes. I yes. thought we were supposed to see Ashley first before Troy. Like, what's up with this? This is Josie's this is... agreeing with me, so I'm, I'm going to take that as I'm correct. <laughs> yes, um, oh, Josie needs to go back to Puerto Rico. What is she over there? Larry. Oh, oh, we on air. My bad. Look, I'm just listening. You don't need to see that, Larry. Okay, you understand what's <laughs> happening? Did you not? You knew what was happening after, you know. But uh, let's go through the episode, I guess. So it does start um, with you guess. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> we, th- we threw you off. We threw Dwayne, Dwayne off his rhythm. I mean, listen, what I wanted to say is that my favorite line delivery, I know when we talk about line delivery, Hannah's going to bring up when Ellie says, please don't go, but that's not it. That's not mm-hmm. the one. The scene where she's like stitching up Joel, she's like, Joe, shut up. Because he's like, get off of me. Uh, yeah. And she's like, Joe, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I howled. <laughs> I howled. I howled and I rebound twice. I howled. I was like, that is that is probably her greatest line delivery was just, Joe, shut the fuck up. I was just, I was like, this cause, she's like, yeah, be quiet. Like, she's trying to help you here. Trying to fix this damn wound. Yo, but, um, but yeah. Why yeah, did he's Joe just like... yeet her ass again? Yeah. <laughs> I literally, the room. I made a little <laughs> compilation of every time that he's literally launched her ass because it's <laughs> happened so many times. It happens in the pilot when she's a PLC father for real. Goes, That's what they do. Bitch move. And then it happens in the second episode. By the way, he had no reason to fucking do it in the second episode. Yeah, when she's just standing father. there. Listen, he's just <laughs> she's just standing there and he takes her hood and like picks her up and moves yes, her. He kind of walked around her what a yes. fucking asshole and then now <laughs> I, he threw her ass up the stairs about damn near i was like wow okay he's over here bleeding out and still launching old girl hey wait uh, i have a question i actually have a question uh-oh. um so during the explanation for this episode uh, i believe it was neil Druckmann who was saying that um, Ellie is realizing that she already lost someone that she loves. She doesn't want to lose someone else that she's that she loves. So that's inferred that they already like really deeply care for each other. Do you think that we've gotten to the point where that's believable? See, that's a great question because when 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 he's uh when he's like when he's like grabbing her and they're like holding hands at the end. It was at the ending, right? Like at the end, mm-hmm. they, they, you see them when they were holding hands. Yeah. I was like, mm, I feel like you just hated her a minute ago, but I, th- I don't know. I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm like I'm like eighty twenty as far as that because at this point, I will say at this point in the game, it's like very clear that they are like they are they are like two. They are packed. This is them. That's it. Like you know. But in the show, I still I still don't. I'm still like I feel like you were just mad at her, but that's probably because it's a TV show and it's like nine episodes, not like twenty. Yeah, could it be because it's being spaced out? Like, if you were to binge it, would it be? Would you have a different opinion? I don't know. Actually, actually, that's why I'm actually excited to binge it when it's all over. But yeah, yeah I still, I still buy them though. I, I 100% buy them as like 
father daughter and stuff like that but that did cross my mind when when they like at the ending when they're like holding hands and stuff it did a little bit so it's gonna be interesting I think they just have a different relationship in the show compared to the game, and I hate. I can agree with that. I hate that oh, I. Shit. What I'm saying that I hate that we have to constantly compare it to the game, and I even do this. Um, I mean, it's just it's gonna happen no matter what because we have the knowledge of the game. Um, it's just it sucks that a lot of people can't separate the two when you need to. Um, because they are different pieces of media. I know it is an adaption of the game, but that's the thing is that it's an adaption. And I think them having a different dynamic in relationship is absolutely 100% okay, especially when it's being done as well as it is. And I've been saying this since the first episode. I think that this is a less angry Joel, but I do think it's a more closed off Joel. Oh, I and, have been seeing that comment of like, oh, Joel's so soft here. I'm like, I, I don't agree with that at all. I don't think I so either. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's less angry, um, but I do yeah, think that he yeah. is more I closed think, off. I think it also has to do with the fact that you're dealing with Pedro Pascal. And it's not that Pedro Pascal can't give you like manly man, masculine energy, but I just feel like you see him and it's diff- very difficult to hide the emotional intelligence he holds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it comes it comes out through this Joel and I really I love how you put it in that way where it's not that he's like mean or angry or etc he's just tired and closed off and he just stressed. wants to just yeah. he's stressed that damn <laughs> I, I think this is a sadder Joel uh yeah. it's yeah for it's sure a, it, he captures I mean they capture you know the essence of Joel a hundred percent but mm-hmm. it's just different and that obviously plays into the relationship with him and ellie because i think ellie is also a lot more closed off um i mean i joel opened up before she did and that's definitely a different um way that it plays out in the game um i mean ellie in our last episode she's the one that kind of initiates the do you care about me or no mm-hmm. um of course and, i do I love yeah of course story. i do uh, <laughs> And their dynamic, it it feels like they're both just so stubborn to fully mm-hmm. let their, you know, walls down. And I I, at least that. this has been, I've been feeling this. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, working for everyone else the same way that's working for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you never know. Um, but yeah, this, that's definitely how I feel about the relationship and I'm definitely buying it and it's working for me emotionally. It was just, it took the adjustment of being like, okay. These are two different dynamics. Joel, for me, is how he's supposed to be for television that they're trying for the story they're trying to like show here. I think the Joel that they they've crafted and created, or whatever you want to say, has been perfect with what they wanted to portray on screen. Because a lot of gamers are just not realizing that, listen, I know that he could take like 85 bullets and all you had to do was wrap his feet. <laughs> all you had to do was wrap his fucking wrist and he's like magically fine. And he can do a bunch of headshots and all that stuff. I know you look at him as like Captain America, but that's just not the case in real life as far as like how they're trying to do it here in like a more grounded sense. And as far as the word adaptation, it's like, a, I love Spider-Man. 
But with Tom Holland, it's completely different to like Spider-Man's in the comics. And that's fine. It's like this. I'm, I'm totally fine with different type of iterations of characters. But at the at the forefront, you still have the character that is Joel. And I think that works out here. So um, going in the biggest, like, I think, character departure. For like, sure. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would say that. I would out agree. Of all the characters, and it's working for me. I think the only person who has been kind of very accurate to the game is Ellie. Mm-hmm. My mom hated Tess. That's the only character she hates the betrayal of, which I was like surprised by. Really? She hated the. Yeah, she was like Tess wouldn't have went out like that. I was like, what? <laughs> when she's like flicking the thing and like not doing anything when the when the zombies in front of her, she was like angry. I was like, oh, you know to each their own i guess but um so going into this episode after we get in so we go into the flashback and all that and then we get into this whole um scene where she's in her gym like fix those lights first off like damn what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck fedra Imag- first of all, imagine going to school in the apocalypse <laughs> it's already fucking terrible right <laughs> like the worst it can get and now they're like no you gotta go to school still <laughs> And, and gym class at that like first fix the lights and then we can go to gym bro so anyway, i've been there <laughs> so uh so then we have that then we have this this bully and ellie just just clocks her in the jaw and gives her like stitch how many did they say 15 stitches this guy says uh and then we kind of go from that to her getting a lecture from some bloke and then uh we get the scene uh, straight out of the game of, you know, Riley kind of scaring her. Storm reads Riley. I guess I'll go around up. That's kind of my first question on to you guys is like, what did you guys think of the portrayal of Riley here? I'll go. I'll start with you, Larry. What did you think of Storm Reed here? Yeah, I thought she was good. Um, not my favorite of the guest performances, I'd say. But I think uh, I liked her chemistry with Bella throughout mm-hmm. the episode i thought they made a believable duo a believable little couple in this episode she was fun and i just think her character was also so kind of closed off and putting on a persona that maybe it was a little bit hard to fully connect into riley in this one episode like we've been able to do with some of the previous like one and done type of characters but um the most important part was her chemistry with bella or ellie and i thought they had great chemistry so i liked her i I liked the the portrayal overall and uh let's go to you josie what did you think about the uh, character of riley here sorry i lost the tab for a second I liked her. I do agree. I I was thinking because um, when we were watching it, I was like making the joke that oh, the last of us is gonna be your battle royale for like best guest performance. <laughs> and when you think about it, all of them have been good, and I have enjoyed all of them. But I think that when you rank them, uh, Storm reads kind of falls towards the end. And it's not that she was bad, but there have been better performances. Mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. I thought they had great chemistry i believed it i loved their interactions and it just made for an even more heartbreaking ending so i think it was a job well done i think they've been doing a really good job at casting these people and creating a story that actually grips you 
Yeah, I would agree. I uh, I, I agree with the guest the guest uh, guest star comment. Although I did I did think she was she still was really good, and then she had a lot of chemistry, of course, with Bella. That's like the most important thing. She's just tall as shit though, compared to Bella. <laughs> I think that Bella's really short. I don't think that's short. Nah, everyone, every Bella's single person, really every single person has just been like Bella's so oh, short, so huh? Short, do they got do they got Bella, Bella on a damn platform? Because holy smokes, Bella's five one. Tower. <laughs> she was towering hey, over this. Hey, I'm taller than Bella. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm five um... two. Oh my god. You know what um, Craig Mason? He said that on the podcast. He's like, I love how tiny Bella is. <laughs> First of all, Hannah, how do you know her height? Uh, I looked it up because I was like, "Damn, is Storm Reed that tall?" <laughs> I didn't to know. Storm Reed. And I was like um, stressing out because I was like, "If Bella's super short, then literally anybody who they cast as Abby is gonna look so crazy." Oof, it's gonna, it's gonna OB. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, but Storm Reed is five seven, so Storm Reed is also oh, tall. Damn, okay, that's so kind of Storm Reed's taller than me. <laughs> Sheesh. I mean, also... it benefits their story it too did, it because. Did, yeah. Storm Reed is supposed to be older. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, let's go to you, Hannah. What did you think about uh, Riley and Storm Reed's portrayal of Riley? As someone who played the game is too. Yeah, um, I loved Storm Reed in this. Uh, I, I do agree with you guys saying that I think it's probably my least favorite guest star mm-hmm. appearance. Um, I mean, I don't know. Would you guys call Anna Torv a guest star? How many? How many episodes was that? Two. Two. I mm, I would say I would say so. Sure, I guess. Uh, okay, I, I'd say Anator yeah. is below Storm Raid for me. So probably not my least favorite if we're including Anator, even though I loved Anator. Mm. Um, yeah, I I just for me this is Bella's episode. Uh, mm. So, yeah, yeah. um, but yeah, I I think that their chemistry was so like beautiful, and I. It just, it, it gave me, it, I get this feeling all the time when I watch um, coming of age movies. It just, it makes you feel like you're there and like you are right back in a spot where you've been in these situations and mm-hmm. you start like feeling like sweaty and giddy. Um, and that's what they made me feel. So yeah, I thought that they were great. Yeah, I was really. I think that was that was when when I was watching the uh, the after show. Whatever. What what are them things called? Anyway, uh, so when I was Inside watching the episode, yeah, yeah, those things. Uh, they were talking about how like you know for this episode to work, you know, they had to have the right chemistry, and I, I completely agree. I thought I thought they did, and uh, it was really cool that Neil Druckmann is the one who wrote the episode too. Because I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like the, the Left Behind written by himself. Yeah, I feel like the Left Behind story is so personal to him. So I think that's why he took the reins to write the episode. Because like even when he's talking about it on the podcast, it just feels like this story. Because he he even wrote that prequel comic that they did a couple years ago. He wrote that with somebody, and I think this story, like the the big the the birth of Ellie, I would say, is like like really really close to home to him. So that's probably why he took the reins for it. But yeah, I thought it was really good. And uh, yeah, I love the way they opened here and stuff like that. I wanted to ask you guys a question, kind of like. You know, because this episode didn't have like crazy big, big, big moments and big like scenes. It was mostly just kind of a vibe episode. Like this is probably the closest 
Luca Guadagni Neo episode, you'll get. They're just, <laughs> they're just in a mall running around and stuff like that. But I wanted to, like, I, I got this question a while ago, like two weeks ago, regarding this show from someone who's never played the game, who was, uh, who was new to the show. Uh, and they were asking about, do you think the... Do you think them introducing characters to kill them off is becoming an issue with the show? And I and at first I saw the episode, I was like, ah, get out of here, you geek. But then I was like, you know, it's if you are a cat, if you are somebody who hasn't, who doesn't know what to expect, that that's actually an interesting question to just to just like answer or just kind of think about as far as like when you go from I mean, that's been a criticism of the game for a long time. Yeah, for time. sure. So even even I forget we were we were talking about like even like their black characters too as far as like yeah. they kind of do get introduced and they just like Oops. you know so I don't know I think it's an interesting question I personally be, I think because I am someone who knows what's happening and what's gonna go what, what's going on I it doesn't impact me too much but I guess I'll kind of go to you Larry regarding that just kind of has that has that hindered your love for the show at all as far as like we introduce a character you get to know them you like them and then they kind of go away would you have any thoughts on that um no i guess i guess i kind of expected it in a way um just because when you see all the Game promo for the that's why yeah, Game of Thrones fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, just the promos for the the game, even. I mean, it just mm-hmm. is two people, so yeah. you know, it's just these two characters, and it's like a you know a travel game. I you know I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I, that's kind of the nature of a lot of video games in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Is you go, you meet people, and then you leave those people, whether it's they die or you know you just leave and you move on Mm -hmm. to the next thing they're there for a purpose and that's it that's kind of the nature of a lot of video games i feel like and the story and the plot lines is they're there to be used for a purpose and then you move on to the next um so i i i think it's hard to create new stories for characters like so if you're like okay well we want this character to play a bigger role in the show Mm -hmm. then either our characters have to stay stagnant for longer and they have to, we have to, you know, keep them here in this area instead of moving them forward. Or this character has to now come along with them and they're now part of this story that they're not a part of elsewise. And, you know, what kind of problems does that come up with? So not, not totally. Uh, It doesn't really, it, it feels okay to me, I guess is, is my way of putting it. And when you're in a post-apocalyptic world, I don't know, we've, people are going to die. Um, and that's just kind of how it is. So I, I haven't really felt that too much, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I get Hannah's thoughts, let's, how about you, Josie? Has that, has that really affected the way you watch the show at all? Kind of like not getting used to characters right away, I guess? Nah. <laughs> not, not, not really because i think it's set up pretty well we immediately like get an idea for these people it's a really good like the best way i can say this is that if you are looking if you want to write and you want to learn how to create good characters that make a lasting impact the show is it they know how to do it they know mm-hmm. how to introduce a character they know how to make you care about them quickly and they know how to make it hurt 
So I think they know what they're doing. And I know it always sounds like now at this point, I'm a broken record and it sounds like I'm praising this show too much. But hey, if it's good writing, it's good writing. Especially them people last episode in the in the little barn thing, the the people that they meet in the beginning of last episode, yeah, oh they my were God, hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Hannah, how about you? Going to you as someone who actually played the game, I figured between I I figured uh you know with you and I, it's just kind of expected. Like I didn't even think about this kind of, if it was an issue, you know, because I'm like I, I'm used to these characters kind of just coming and going. Yeah, I know that's always been a criticism of the game, um, but. I guess with me, uh, you never know. Okay, it's structured differently in the show if we are speaking on purely just Riley right now. Because mm-hmm. um, if you think about it, with the show, Ellie mentions her uh, twice, actually. Um, and, well, she mentions her once. She lies about being alone um, when we mm-hmm. know that she wasn't alone. Um, and you can pretty much infer that she's dead um with the way that she talks to joel about how this isn't the first time that she's hurt someone and you know you can infer that she's dead so this shouldn't have been a surprise for people watching this episode when riley doesn't make it out so i guess that's my thing with this um death in particular is that it wasn't supposed to be a surprise um and if it was surprising to you then you weren't paying attention to the show um (laughs) sorry uh and then if we do want to talk about it a little bit further and say is it an issue overall with the game and the show it's only happened twice um tess and we actually had her for two episodes not one um Mm-hmm. Bill and Frank. Um, Frank dies in the game. We never get to meet him, so that isn't a surprising death. Um, Bill is the surprise. I will say that. Um, because Bill didn't die in the game. In the game, yeah. Um, but and then Sam and Henry. Sam and so, Henry. I don't know. It to me at least, it's not an issue. Um, it's never bothered me. And like Josie said, I think that when the writing is this good. And when they are introducing these characters in such an impactful, meaningful way and not just introducing them, giving them nothing to do and then killing them off and expecting us to care. Like, no, we actually do care when they die. So I don't see an issue. Or even like, I even don't think they're getting enough credit for introducing characters who are also still around, like Tommy and his wife and, you know, Maria and stuff like that. Like they're, they're going to be here for a while. So that's, you know, you know, they got to get some credit for that as well too. So yeah, I just thought it was an interesting question when it was asked, but um, okay. So going quickly, speeding through the rest of the episode, they go through all the wonders, I guess they, one part that was in the game that made it to the show was when it was actually the last place that they went into was the Halloween store which I thought was pretty cool. They try on the mask and all that stuff. The dancing was also in the game. So all that stuff was in there. And that was really all cool. The then we did... were in the game. We did the carousel in the game. We did the photo booth in the game. Was the arcade in the game? The arcade was the arcade in the game. Was yeah, in the, the game. arcade. But we didn't get to play any of the games because um, Ellie, uh, Riley has Ellie imagined because they didn't have money and it was broken. Oh, yeah, and then the change is, like, they had money. Well, yeah. kind of Riley broke into it. Uh, then we got then we got into that big fight that they had, which I thought was done really well. Poor Bella throwing that damn trash. 
I couldn't help but laugh when that happened in the episode. I literally was like, she's so dramatic. Um, <laughs> it was that and then the angry uh, stomp back. Because yeah. we, we've all done it. And uh, yeah. that was all done really well. Then we get into the big kind of moment of the episode when they fight the clicker and the clicker bites them both. And uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We skipped over the kiss. Oh, the kiss. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm, you know, gay rights. I'm sorry. Gay ah! rights. <laughs> Wayne put up his fist so fast. <laughs> oh, People were about to cancel Cinemania World. <laughs> that was a wrap. So, yeah, they get, they, uh, yeah. Was that, was the kiss after the fight? This is why I like, I like to watch it twice before the show. It's, um, was yeah. it after the fight? I yeah, think? they fight, the then they dance, up. then they kiss. Mm-hmm. And then the homophobic clicker walks in. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess let's just get thoughts on that whole sequence, I guess. The kiss and the uh, the attack and I guess the, the downfall of Ellie and, uh, and Riley. Here, I'll start with you, Larry. Just kind of thoughts on all that, that whole scene. First of all, I loved the set design of this mall. The Ooh, whole atmosphere amazing. of the mall was so cool. I the thought it was a real mall. arcade was so cool. It was um, like half set and then half visual effects. Yeah, I thought it was a real mall. I was like, man, but this looks great. Mm-hmm. It looked great. It was really like lived in set design. So even with the visual effects, whatever, it looked great. Um, but I loved the build-up tension, uh, particularly on Ellie's side. I feel like Bella just did such a good job this episode of a nuanced crush kind of performance um, and just, you know, revealing herself to the audience, at least throughout the episode of how she was really feeling. And they also were dropping hints like having oh girl talk about i'm envisioning you in that lingerie (laughs) yeah i was like (laughs) riley was way more forward than ellie like riley was the one like holding on to her she made that comment oh when they got close in the kissing in the uh the booth too Mm -hmm. yeah riley when she was was when she fell down the escalator yeah, yeah. Back no, out. but then we had Riley like looking at her lips throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. She kept like yeah. looking at Riley's mouth. All she kept wanting to glances. go in. Oh. She, uh, her like checking herself out in that damn window. She's like, oh, let me make sure I'm looking all right. Run around like, here, yeah, yeah, the wonders yeah. of the world. Um, talking about tacos. I was like, what kind of euphemism? But um, <laughs> <Larry>. no, we. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did they have a Victoria's Secret in the game? Like, they what was not. this little lingerie? I was like, what? What are we doing at the Victoria's Secret? <laughs> but, no, me and Hannah talked about it. Look, if you're a queer kid, you know, the underwear section is like an awakening. <laughs> like, you, suddenly you have to scroll all the adult underwear because you're like, oh, let me take a look at this packaging real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm just looking. I'm, yeah. I'm just like trying to figure out what underwear I'm going to get, you know? It's like that. And then <laughs> the like greeting cards at the store <laughs> are like the wholesome areas I remember of like, you know, feeling your oats a little bit. Um, so that was just so fun to have this like Victoria's Secret moment mm. at the abandoned mall. But they were they were just so cute. I think that the um, part of why I wish maybe 
uh, maybe I wish this was like one of those long episodes, like an episode three length episode yeah. is because I do feel the, the fights were maybe a little bit rushed. Like we had to really rush those fights to get them in because they fight kind of, you know, that bickering is happening throughout the episode and you know, it's like a blow up and come back and a blow mm. up and, you know, so I'm like, okay, I wish maybe we had just a tad more time to let it. You're breathe. talking about like when Joel and, 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 and Ellie fight in the last episode and that's kind of resolved quickly. And then the same thing in this one too, with the uh, Riley well, this and one, Ellie. I feel like with Riley and Ellie specifically, cause they keep going back and forth. They have like this mm -hmm. ideological difference on mm -hmm. their viewpoints of how to save the world, basically uh, between the fireflies and Fedra they're you mm -hmm. know, they're on opposite sides here. And so we finally get to that point. Um, and I feel like the resolve feels earned at the end. It's just those little fights in the middle that kind of, right. like, oh, okay. Like with the bomb and stuff. I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> Listen, okay, girl, we got bombs, and she's running Craig. out the door. Loki, I love the stop Ellie. Going to the, stop going to the Marvel school of like runtimes with these with these episodes. I'm gonna I need like was, one but hour. Meanwhile, why why did I think maybe Ellie's about to snatch this book and walk away? Like she's like, Give me <laughs> and she grabbed it and put it in her backpack. I was like, oh, she about to say, I just came back with a book, Riley. Bye. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but no it was really cute and i love like even under that mask you could feel what ellie was thinking like mm -hmm. and when she slowly started to like stop dancing and i was like oh okay ellie, ellie. <laughs> um but you knew it was coming like you knew the mm -hmm. heartbreak was coming with that as soon as they showed that oh and what a good scene this was i'm all over the place i know y'all but when they're playing the <laughs> video game and they mm -hmm. slowly scroll out of the arcade, and you just feel that haunting foreboding. Oh, the way it's shot, too. Yeah. Oh, it was so well done. The scene itself was beautiful, and we just slowly close in on the infected in the other damn store. Mm -hmm. and, ever, and you obviously know that that's coming, because... Ellie literally tells you that's where she got bit was in the mall. And I forgot what she had said. <laughs> I just remember she went in the mall and said she was in there yeah, by herself. She said that she uh, went there by herself. This, and yeah. I'm like, that's, that's when Anna's horse oh, so um, asks her, like, you got anyone looking for you? Mom, mm -hmm. dad, boyfriend? This is, this like, is why yeah. I like Storm Reed. Storm <laughs> Reed was sleeping in there. She didn't see that clicker, like, just camping out <laughs> the next door down. Like, what's right. Yeah, it's incredible that she was playing like Mortal Kombat and everything. And the yeah, and the clicker's just sleeping on the damn like. And we, I don't know what store he was in, yeah. but he's just sleeping. Why, she's store. Why was she sleeping in that taco place? I'm like, there's so many stores in here. Why are you in the damn kitchen area of the taco shop? Like, what's really going on, Storm? But um, no, and then I think the scene of the reveal is just so great and. Mm -hmm. that's where it really hit me kind of emotionally is their talk afterward of like, because us as an audience know that Ellie obviously is fine and she's immune and she's not going to go crazy. So it's like this really romantic gesture of let's go crazy. Let's lose our minds together because, you know, however many minutes or however many hours or days we have together, it's going to be worth it. And ultimately that's like the most tragic uh, outcome they could have possibly chosen <laughs> yeah, because at least to sweet survivor skilled 
Yeah, it leads to one of them having to kill the other one because she doesn't go crazy. Um, she doesn't get infected. But it was just done so well. And then the parallel with Joel in the current day, obviously, is really well mm-hmm. done. And going back to that point with Joel and if they had really worked together, I think episode six was the breaking point that made this episode work. Like, if we didn't get yeah. as much as we did in episode six with their relationship and kind of like their bonding, um, I don't know that episode seven works as well, but I think that was enough for me. Like, I think they, they did a lot in episode six to really show, particularly on Ellie's side, outwardly, how much she cares about Joel and how much think, yeah. she she just kind of is at a point where she doesn't want someone else to leave her. And, and he's the closest thing she's had to, like, a relationship in a very long time. And that just mm-hmm. goes then, back to when Ellie yeah. said that her worst fear is ending up alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the first thing she yeah, says well, they when really he goes off the horse, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so, it also helps it that she chose him at the end of that episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. She's yeah. choosing oh, to so be with good. them. Hand it all start. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's just the way that they've framed all this. It's been different. Like, the. The timing of all these things have been different than when it comes in the game, but the way that they've restructured them has just been so impactful. And like I said, with Six being a kind of a companion piece of this episode, I mean, it kind of, in two lines, it basically sums up the entirety of what um, Ellie was so conflicted with uh, during that argument with Joel uh, when he's like you have no idea what losses and she's like you like everyone is i've ever cared for has either died or left me everyone except for fucking you um so now when we get this episode we do understand that ellie absolutely knows what losses and just that moment of her well joel trying to push her away and him probably thinking this is the last time that he's gonna see her mm-hmm. and her going upstairs and when she's about to leave her thought absolutely being i can't give up on him and the bookend of the episode being that she did not give up on him and trying to go find the needle and thread whatever and coming downstairs and just that shot of their hands oh my god it was so good I yeah I thought I I thought all of that i i thought the way they did it was just done really well and i guess uh i guess as a, like I said, I, I think because of the format that they're doing the show in, they don't have the CW length of like 21 episodes. So you can actually see each and every like crevice that Joel and Ellie walks and stuff like that. If you're somebody who's like, oh man, well, I don't really feel it yet 100% like I did in the game. It's like, dude, we spend like 20 hours with these characters and it's like, it's especially me who likes to fucking explore everything me and my 25 hours with these <laughs> so it's like it's different but i think i totally i with the way they act with each other and the 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 scenes of that of like you know how they feel when they both think that they kind of are, are going to lose one another it, it it works for me the way it's all set up and stuff so i think what they've done is great so far um and then as far as like wrapping up the uh show here just getting kind of final thoughts on that those last couple of scenes let's go to you josie as far as 
just just overall thoughts on the la- on like the ending of the episode as well. Yeah, reiterating what I said at the beginning, I really like this ending. It is intense. It is dramatic, and it, we're gonna get the cult cannibals next. <laughs> Oh so, boy! <laughs> so exciting, but Jonathan, what you what you talking about? <laughs> the cannibal, um, she's right. I'm just making stuff up. It's Larry fine. doesn't it's fine. watch. Oh, the, Larry doesn't the trailers for the next episodes, and I have I haven't been, I've been shutting my mouth. I don't want to spoil anything for him. No, so. We we click it. off me and <laughs> me and Hannah. Don't we just go into a little it. discussion. We don't wait for no trailer. <laughs> I love the trip that I'm I, I watched. Don't worry about I watched it. With <laughs> Literally last night, Larry asked me a question and I went to go answer it and I had to shut my mouth so fast. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then we're going. Yeah, they did. We are going into next episode. If you are someone who has played the games, you know what's come next. This is the episode that Hannah is like, they, they better not change a thing. As far as this story, yeah. and I completely agree. Change so we'll all. see. I'm very sacred Stop. about this. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm very sacred about this oh. section of the game. I think it's just so important. And I know that we just talked about um, Ellie and Joel's relationship <laughs> and just how um, much they care for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious that they care for each other. But mm-hmm. this episode is, well, this section of the game Mm -hmm. is literally the most important moment uh in the relationship and changes it completely shared a clip once of someone tied to a chair the clip i oh man i yeah i think hannah shared a clip of someone yeah yeah i did (laughs) oh right right you're talking about now i hope we get that scene if we don't we better all i'm all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna spoil anything but listen if pedro don't say oh point it point right here and if your homeboy doesn't point there oh (laughs) you don't say that shit if if doesn't say that's okay i believe him and then Oh, I'm gonna be so mad. Okay, I have I have like a checklist. I need that scene. I need a checklist. I need Ellie with her bow and arrow. And Larry, I, listen, I didn't see Larry Ellie get with her fucking bow and arrow, and I was pissed in that trailer. So if we don't see Ellie with her no, bow and arrow no, 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 no. in this episode, mm, <laughs> out. Wrong. Listen, low key. Now, I listen, am. I'm about to hold be on. excited. Can we finally get a Hannah rage? Can I get no, a Hannah? This is the Hannah face crack is listen, coming. Yeah. Loki, I agree with Hannah 100% that I need the stuff to happen in the game to happen, but I'm also low-key with Larry because I've been begging for something wrong to go <laughs> so Hannah can understand us comic book readers when it comes to the MCU. I just need one thing I know- to just- I know Dwayne was so sick watching this show and seeing just how right they got Ellie and her being the most game accurate character because I know he was waiting on my downfall for them to fuck something. I still we still got time. We got two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think Ellie gets a bow and arrow at least from the trailer. I don't see that either, and I. So I didn't see a bow and arrow, but I I don't I know they do listen that big section they they go through it all I see from the from the clips and stuff so yeah 
I don't know yeah, how entire... they're gonna do it. He's been mm-hmm. teaching her how to shoot, so oh, I, I don't think Let's get it, Larry. That's not that's not the most important thing, but <laughs> Larry, we are listen, Dwayne. When you think of that winter section, what do you think about? You think about Ellie and her boat being with Ellie and being nah, you're right. Uh, you're spitting, you cooking, but like listen, I'm with Larry for a minute because I need to see some downfall real quick. I, I need to see be Bella good. with the bow and arrow be like, oh, and I'll put one between Buddy Boy's eyes. I need to see her do that. I mean, you're right, but I, she okay. hasn't touched the arrow once. She's going to be holding a gun instead. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to be okay. Listen, tie Pedro up to the chair. I don't care who got tied up in the game. Tie Pedro up to the chair. Listen. That's all I'm saying. Like, y'all remember what was it? Casino Royale? When he no. was whapping old boys Shut up. <laughs> That's uh, what needs gotta... to happen to Joel next episode. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. We got to wrap this up because Larry is on some. I don't know what he's doing right <laughs> Good episode. Uh, next one's probably going to be good. Great yeah. episode. Awesome episode. Uh, I'm excited. And that is it, everyone, for our episode of PSITLOU. Thank you guys all for listening. As always, I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. Let's start with you, Larry. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me over on Instagram at Chili Boy Productions, Twitter at Chili Boy YT, and over on the YouTube channel if you want to watch me and Hannah watch the show live and in real time for the first time. Check out Chili Boy Productions for our The Last of Us reactions. All right, and let's go to you, Josie. Yeah, you can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd. Um, and let's go to you, Hannah. Um, you can find me at Redacted Hannah on Twitter. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter as well at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. That is it as far as the schedule for us. Our review for Creed 3 will be out this week and uh, Hannah and I would try to do a Cinemania live no we didn't get to one last week but I was busy doing wedding stuff horrible but uh, stay tuned for all that thank you guys for joining us my name is Dwayne that was Larry Hannah and Josie we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye